This is Live La Bella Vita with your host, Don Catherine. If you're looking to know all the latest beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. Do you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense? This is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita on Toginet with Don Catherine. If you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes from the vine to the bottle, if you love Italian food and want to learn Nana's recipes, you enjoy travel and want to know the best luxury destinations and resorts, love spending time with La Familia, does your business or passion allow you to live La Bella Vita? Let's find out. All that and a little more with an Italian flair. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Don Catherine. Welcome to the Belvita Show. I'm Dawn Catherine, your hostess with the mostess. I hope you have poured yourself a big glass of wine and are ready for another great show with me tonight. Uh, if you want to know what we're going to be talking about tonight, uh, we'll be talking about lots of different things, but specifically, we're going to be talking about winter body, hair care, makeup, all that good stuff. I'm going to prepare you to get ready for the winter season. Uh, I usually do this twice a year, once during the spring and once towards the winter because I need to keep you up on the latest and greatest on how to keep your skin, your makeup, and your hair on point for the season. So there you go. If you're listening to this show live, hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in. If you're listening to me on a podcast, thanks for downloading. If you didn't know that you could download this show, you absolutely can head on over to my show page on toginet.com. You can also go to iTunes and uh, scroll on down to where you know podcasts are. Put in my name, Don Catherine, or the name of the show, La Bella Vida, and uh, sign up, and you get to listen to all the shows that I've done in the past, which are you know full of lots of information. You also can go on your iPhone and uh, go to the podcasts, and you can actually look it up from there too, and you can have it download right onto your smartphone. I think that's a beautiful thing, and I keep on forgetting to mention that. So there you have it. Uh, so there. There's uh, all that information. So what's going on in the world? Okay, so there's lots going on in the world. Uh, Last night we had another GOP debate. That was quite interesting. Uh, We had Donald Trump, who was on Saturday Night Live last weekend. And, of course, he got the hugest ratings. Of course, he has to rub that in since 2012. And although the ratings may have been uh, been, uh, kind of high... I think that he fell a little short. I don't think he did as quite as well as he probably could have. I don't know if it was the writing of the show or just his delivery, but I I wasn't loving it, not going to lie. Um, so that was kind of interesting. I thought that uh, it was not what NBC had expected as far as, you know, the talking and, you know, that it was going to be the talk of the week. I don't think that happened. Uh, I do know that NBC has extended the same courtesy to all of the other potential uh, nominees, uh, potential nominees to go on to Saturday Night Live and have equal time. So that should be interesting. I would really love to see Bernie Sanders. Uh, Hillary Clinton was already on there, but I would love to see her back on again. And there's too many Republicans to, you know, we don't have we don't have enough time for that to happen. So until a bunch of them drop out, then maybe they can get it back. Um, 
So, yeah, so in so getting back to some couples news, here we go. Uh, this one's a big one. Didn't see this one coming whatsoever. Blake and Gwen Stefani. Now, Blake Shelton, I'm not going to lie, I really loved him with Miranda Lambert. And uh, obviously they got divorced. What are you going to do? But I really didn't expect him to kind of rebound so quickly, and I really didn't expect him to rebound with Gwen. I think it's a... It's a really interesting pairing, so it should be really, really crazy to see how this all plays out. Like, are they going to stay together? And if they don't stay together, how awkward is that going to be for the show? Um, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to me. Uh, you know, but they went uh, last Wednesday. They came out of the closet, so to speak, and announced that they were indeed dating and showed up. Uh, Blake was in Nashville for the Country Music Awards, and she flew out there with him. I don't believe that she actually went to the actual ceremony, but they were seen uh, showing some PDA um, at some after parties. So good luck to them. It should be interesting, like I said, to see how it plays out. I just hope it doesn't make it awkward on The Voice because I love that show, and I would hate for this relationship to cause something awkward between the, you know, the hosts and the uh, judges and uh, you know we have a while before we get to a winner so it should be you know interesting anyway so as you know I love me a real housewife show I watch them all I know I know some people love them some people hate them but it's okay but guess what we have two new franchises coming out we have Dallas Finally makes it on the board. Texas finally getting its own city in on the Real Housewives franchise. Uh, and then the other one is Potomac, which is kind of interesting because it's a suburb of Maryland, which if you were a Real Housewives fanatic like I am, you know that they had the Real Housewives of D.C. That one didn't go over so well, which I actually loved that. I, I love the D.C. one, actually. I, I loved that particular franchise, but it just did not do so well. Uh, but this Potomac one, I think, is going to be very much like an Atlanta one. It's focusing on the African-American community. I guess it's a very prestigious, very heavily influenced African-American community, so this should be good. I, I, I'm really interested to see how this plays out, because on the, on, the, on the one, on the D.C. one, they had several African-American people that were on there as well and uh, integrated with some other people. It was just an interesting uh, just to pose the people on the D.C. one. They didn't get along, which created lots of problems and drama, and it kind of made the storylines boring. But these girls, I saw the preview. Potomac is going to be off the hook because there's a lot of infighting going on in just the preview. It's going to – who – it's it's a hot mess. It's going to be good. I can't wait to see it. Uh, Dallas, there was no trailer for that one yet, um, but I can only imagine – I, it's just I want to see how big the hair is. I do. I know it's a stereotype, people, but you know it's true. The closer, you know, the bigger the hair, the closer to Jesus. And we know that those Dallas girls they love some big hair now. It's it's. And I'm gonna say it now. I'm gonna make a prediction. I don't know who is in this cast, but I guarantee you that one of them has a daughter that's a cheerleader. It's gonna happen because you know there's things that the 
people of Texas love. They love cheerleading and football. So I'm predicting that one has a cheerleader daughter and one has a football son. It's going to happen. Trust me. I said it here first. You heard it. But I love me some Real Housewives. So speaking of Real Housewives, we're going to go back to the OC. As you know, OC is over. The season's over. We've had the reunions. Um, but guess what? There's all this drama going on with Brooks. Now, if you don't know anything about the Real Housewives of Orange County, just going to give you a short synopsis. So one of the one of the people on Real Housewives of Orange County is Vicky. She's one of the original housewives. She's been on since the very beginning. She had this boyfriend, Brooks, who in the last season claimed that he was suffering from cancer. Well, Fast forward to he, people were kind of questioning whether he had cancer because there was lots of fishy things going on. He allegedly produced these documents from the City of Hope Medical Center saying that he had CAT scans and whatnot. Well, come to find out, they were, you know, some of the people that saw these documents kind of questioned them. Well, come to find out today, bombshell, um, they're fake. And he has admitted that they were fake and that he produced them because he did not want to disclose his medical history, but produce them for the show, for the storyline of the show. So it should be very interesting to see how this all plays out. A, because tomorrow Bravo is actually running a show, which is an interview of Brooks about this whole situation about, is he lying about having cancer and whatnot? So I'm going to be so excited to find out what Andy Cohen has to say. Like, is he going to do something before the show airs to that, you know, says, listen, no matter what he's saying in this interview, which was taped weeks ago, it's all a lie because he admits now that he lied. Uh, the good thing is, is that Vicky, his ex-girlfriend, who was, you know, kind of wishy-washy about the whole situation, has now come out and said that, uh, you know, she wants nothing to do with him and she's calling it quits. So there you have it. It's, uh, you know, it's over. So... Very, very interesting on that uh, front for sure. I'm very excited about that. Um, can't wait to see how that all plays out. Um, we're going to be going to break in a couple of minutes and we're going to be coming back and we're going to be talking about, you know, some great skincare health things, uh, winter, getting yourself ready for the winter. But the one thing I want to talk about, we've talked about this previously in the show, is about Fontana di Trevi in Rome, which is under, was under registration for the last, uh, I don't I think it was like 17 months. Well, that work drew to an end and the, act, uh, the fountain was actually uh, reopened last Tuesday. I was actually very lucky. I happened to find a live stream. I was able to see the whole opening ceremony and see the fountain restored. It was amazing. Uh, the fountain returned to action with new illuminations. Uh, the renovation, which began in June of last year and cost more than 2 million euros, was financed entirely by the Fountain House Fendi. Uh, during the 17 months of restoration work, the city's largest broke fountain still managed to attract 3 million visitors. A panoramic gangway was set up to allow people to admire the structure. Fendi said in a statement that the gangway and transparent paneling had made it possible for visitors to physically enter into this artistic masterpiece of international renown and to get closer than ever before. Fendi Fashion House has also announced that it will finance the restoration of four more symbolic Rome fountains, the Quattro Fountain, which is the Four Fountains Complex in Rome's historic central district. Now it will invest 300,000 euros for maintenance in minor restorations of the Gincolo Fountain, the Fountain of Moses, and the Fountain of Nymph, and the Pescheria Fountain. Uh, 
This is Fendi's act of love for Rome, said Fendi President and CEO Pietro Bicari when the Trevi Fountain was turned back on earlier last week after months of being covered in scaffolding. Since the house was founded in 1925, Rome has been an inexhaustible source of inspiration for Fendi. Its fountains are one of the symbols of the capital, and it's also a reoccurring theme in our, uh, it's also a reoccurring theme theme that goes way back. In 1977, Fendi celebrated Rome's Fountain of History, The History of Water, the first fashion film in history created to present its first ready-to-wear collection designed by Carl Lagerfeld. So kudos to Fendi. This is Dawn Catherine. We're going to see you on the other side of the break. When we come back, we'll be talking about some skincare, some hair care, some makeup, and a little story about Michelangelo. is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on toginet.com. Bésame, bésame is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here. For Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Harvard Medical School reports that over 800,000 Americans have hip or knee replacement each year. It's better to stick with your own joint rather than having it replaced because the average joint that's replaced only lasts 10 to 15 years. So having the surgery done at age 50 instead of 70 means there's a good chance you'll need a second surgery when you are older and at higher risk for complications. They recommend that you take care when using your joints. And if you do have joint problems, try non-surgical approaches before turning to surgery. Your doctor may choose to use steroids or lubricating fluid injections to help ease the pain. But they say the most important thing you can do to care for your joints is lose weight. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. And from thence, I had great desire to see Italy, and came to Venice, and from thence to Florence, where I played before the Duke, and got great favors. 
If it's good enough for Sting, it's good enough for us. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita, all with an Italian flair. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. It's Live La Bella Vita, and here again is your host, Don Catherine. Welcome back. It's Don Catherine's La Bella Vita show, and we are talking about... Uh, Right now, my Incantato is what has me spellbound. I do this every week. I pick a fashion icon. I pick a wine pick, and then I pick a buffoon of the week who has me pissed off, which is doesn't take much. Um, but my fashion icon, uh, this is a new one to the list. I don't think she's ever appeared in the four years I've had my show. But Kelly Pickler, she looked super adorable last week at the uh, Country Music Awards. She was in a Reuben Singer gown. It was this beautiful electric blue, which is like my favorite color right now. Um, it had a plunging V neckline, ball gown. Uh, she just looks stunning. She actually had on, I thought it was quite interesting, She her jewelry was uh, from Jane Seymour, the Open Heart Collection. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, but she looked really beautiful. I have to to tell you, I, I really enjoyed that gown. I thought it was stunningly beautiful, very simple, and very elegant. My wine pick this week is uh, Carpazzo Brunello do Montecino, uh, 2010. The Carpazzo Brunello di Montecino displays deep garnet color with full and penetrating aromas of wild berries. The palette is dry, warm, full-bodied, while harmonious, delicate, and austere at the same time, persistent. Uh, you can check that out. It is a Sangiovese from Tuscany, Italy, of course. Uh, it's around $45 a bottle. Uh, you can find it some other places a little bit less expensive, but try it out. I think you might like it. Uh, my buffoon of the week, I literally have too many, so I'm not even going to go there because... Many people have made me angry this week, and that is not good. Uh, but I really did want to talk to you about, you know, I, I love all things Italy, and I, of course, love to talk about art since I studied art history. And I found this article about Michelangelo, and uh, I thought it was really great, and I just wanted to share it with you because it talks about a period of his life that I was familiar with, but I just think this is really great. It's really more in-depth. But in 1975, the chance discovery of a secret underground chamber beneath the Medici chapels led to an even more stunning revelation. 400-year-old graffiti that provides an insight into what seems to have been the most turbulent period of Michelangelo's life, the 30 days of fear, hunger, and boredom he spent while hiding from the wrath of the Vangel Medici. At the time of the discovery, the then director of the Medici chapels, Paolo del Paghetto, was contemplating the difficult task of creating, creating an emergency exit for the new scapristy. The museum custodian pointed out that perhaps this solution lay in a small room to the left of the altar. As the area was cleared of furniture, a trapdoor was discovered. Not only did it lead to a small underground chamber, but when the lime rendering was removed from the walls, a set of charcoal sketches came to light. These were later attributed to Michelangelo, and as it turns out, the outer layer of lime, which was properly applied to cover the drawings, preserved them. So what was Michelangelo doing down in the underground little cell? In 1527, the Florentines ousted the Medici rulers and proclaimed the Republic of Florence. At the time, Italy was plunged in a bitter war that saw the imperial Spanish army of Charles V pinted against the French and their ally, the Pope. 
The Florentine Republic sided with the French, but when the Spanish gained victory, both the French and the Pope signed treaties with Charles and left Florence to its own devices. In a dramatic twist of allegiance, the Pope sent an army to bolster the Spanish forces. He schemed the defeat of the Florentine Republic in order to install his new nephew, Alessandro de' Medici, as ruler of the city. Florence was besieged for 10 months from October 1529 to August of 1530. At that time, 54-year-old Michelangelo, who was already recognized not only as one of the most foremost artists of the time, but also a specialist of fortifications, was nominated general governor and procurator of the fortifications of Florence, which he set out to strengthen and improve. However, when the Florentine army was heavily defeated in August 1530 at Gaviana, the beleaguered Florentines knew that the days of the Republic were counted. The city surrendered soon thereafter. The triumphal return of the Medici rulers of Florence spelled disasters for those who had supported the Republic. Michelangelo's own fame made him a marked man. With the help of a friend, perhaps a prior of the Medici chapels, Michelangelo hid in the underground chamber beneath the new sacristy of the Basilica San Lorenzo, a place he knew well, having worked there both as an architect and as a sculptor. He hoped to escape from the vengeance of the Medici by hiding right under their noses. I think that's great. It is thought that Michelangelo spent a month secluded in that chamber with only a tiny window as a link to the outside world. The days must have seemed endless to a man of his energy, and boredom must have struck him hard. Perhaps he even suffered hunger, but undoubtedly he must have lived those days in constant fear of fate that awaited him should he be discovered. In his moments of despair, Michelangelo gave voice to his thoughts by sketching on the walls with a piece of charcoal. The sketches include thoughts about the David, who had become the most unofficial symbol of the Florentine Republic in a convolution of bodies that resembles those of the Last Judgment, later frescoed on the altar of the wall of the Sistine Chapel. A haggard, hunched figure scribbling on parchment with a quill could be a self-portrait, reflecting the artist's state of mind during those lonely days, miserable days. A particular interest is that of a study of a hand with a finger pointed outward, which is reminiscent of God tending his hand to Adam on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, as well as a sketch of a man's knees that probably served as a blueprint for the sculpture of the Duke Giuliano de' Medici's memorial statue, which later Michelangelo would sculpt and now stands in the hall above the same chamber. Pope Clement, restored to power, eventually wrote a letter of pardon for Michelangelo and ordered him to continue working on the chapel at San Lorenzo, and the Pope needed the services of the foremost sculptor in Italy to boost the prestige of the Medici dynasty. The secret chamber under the Medici chapel is not accessible to the public, much to my dismay, but Michelangelo's sketches can be viewed on touchscreen monitors in three locations, the Bargello National Museum, the Academia Gallery, and the Sagrestia Nova in the San Lorenzo complex. I think it's really brilliant. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to share this story was because it's interesting that in his time of despair is when he worked on some of the things that ended up being in some of his most profound work, the, you know, the creation of Adam and, uh, you know, about his thoughts about the David, which is just a universal symbol of, Venice, uh, of, of Florence that everybody correlates with Florence is the statue of David. So I think that's really cool. So I wanted to share that with you because, you know, I love me some Michelangelo and I think it's very cool. And I hope that you go check out some of that work. Uh, I also want to just say real quickly that uh, if you are in love with Italy as much as you know that I am, uh, you might want to try uh, take a look at SkylineWebcams.com. Uh, check out all their Italy webcams. They actually have a webcam on the Grand Canal in Venice. 
It is live streaming with audio so you can hear the vaporettos go by, the gondoliers go by. I took an incredible picture the other day from the live webcam. I actually screenshot it. It was so beautiful. Uh, Venice was covered in a thick fog, and it, it does this time of year because it's uh, warm during the day and cooler at night. It creates this huge you know, problems with fog, and there's nothing more beautiful than fog uh, in Venice. It's just absolutely gorgeous. So uh, if you want to check out those webcams, they have webcams all across the world, but uh, they have several in Venice, but I am obsessed about this uh, particular one. Uh, and interestingly enough, where this camera is, is actually located is in the same building as the hotel that I've stayed at many times when I've been in Venice, right on the Grand Canal, which is Hotel Sturion. Lacanda, which I love that place. Um, the the Sturion is on the third floor, and Hotel Ovidis is the second floor, and that's where this particular camera hangs. So, literally, I actually have had this exact view from my uh, my hotel room. So it's uh, pretty cool. All right, so now we are going to talk about uh, some skincare, and I hope that uh, we can uh, get to some of that. Um, I'm going to tell you about twelve things that make people with what. 12 people, 12 things that people with flawless skin do. What do they do on a daily to uh, have such flawless skin? Uh, one thing they do that I don't do so much is they clock at least six to seven hours of sleep daily. Beauty sleep is real unless you have a team of makeup artists waiting in your bathroom every morning. It's hard to look gorgeous and youthful when you're skimping on Z's. If you have ever woken up with dark circle under your eyes or already know what research has shown that a lack of sleep can contribute to periodontal hyperpigmentation, aka raccoon eyes, and a 2010 study from researchers in Sweden showed that a group of participants were rated as more attractive after eight hours of shut eyes compared to those who were sleep deprived. Um, so I think that I need to start sleeping maybe about 16 hours a day and it might be good. Um, the other thing that they do is they protect their skin from sunlight. They always use FPF on their skin every single day. You should do that. They know how to relax. It's important to find your inner Zen zone. Chronic tension and physical stresses can cause surges of cortisol in the body, a hormone that can break down collagen and elastin, ultimately leading to wrinkles. Stress can also worsen skin conditions like psoriasis or rosacea, according to the American Academy of Dermatology. So make sure you learn how to relax. That's always a good thing. Um, the other thing is that they moisturize regularly. We talk about this on the show many times. Moisturization is your friend. Maintaining the water content of the scales of the skin is crucial for its healthy skin. Uh, moisturizers slow down water loss and through the superficial layers of the skin and strengthen your skin barrier. If you have sensitive skin, look for products with ceramides, one of the three types of lipids or fats in the skin. When the air is dry in the winter, people with flawless skin know how to ramp up their moisturizer use on their entire bodies. Then when the air is more humid in warmer months, they can ease up. People with perfect skin are in touch with how their dry skin may be and how important it is to keep skin perfectly hydrated. Uh, when we come back from break, I'm going to tell you how maybe you need to start working out to get better skin, believe it or not. Uh, and uh, also, making sure you might wash your face. Uh, and this one sucks. Lay off the excessive sugar. We're going to be talking about all those and more when we come back. We're talking about winter skincare, makeup care, and hair care tips when we come back. 
This is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. It's Did you ever wonder who invented the toaster? During World War I, a man by the name of Charles Streit was working at a manufacturing plant in Stillwater, Minnesota. He decided to do something about the burnt toast that was being served in the employee cafeteria. Incorporating springs and a timer in his invention, the toaster was patented in October 1926. About 75 million Americans eat toast every day, and the average person spends 35 hours a year making toast. I love toast because I'm a posy walla. That's a person who loves jam. What's the word for a device that saves time and money? A timinagi. The only problem was the toaster was invented before pre-sliced bread. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Como bella c'è la luna, brilla strette, strette, como butto, belle faste già. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. Welcome back to the Bella Vita Show. This is Don Catherine, and I'm talking about winter skincare, hair care, and uh, makeup routine. Uh, one of the things that we're chatting about is uh, what 12 people things people with flawless skin do, and uh, one of them is they have a regular workout routine. If you want a fresh face glow all the time, you'll need to log a few hours a week getting sweaty. Aim for the minimum of 30 minutes of activity at least five days a week. Research presented at last year's annual Medical Society for Sports Medicine meeting showed that Previously, sedentary subjects who started a regular exercise routine actually experienced a reversal in their skin's, care, uh, skin's age uh, signs of aging. That's pretty crazy. In fact, the participant's skin looked like that of a much younger person under a microscope. And all that they had done different was exercise. Uh, so uh, get your ass out and start working out is basically what you need to do. 
Mm. They wash their faces every night. Sun damage isn't the only environmental factor that you have to worry about. Small microparticles from air pollutants might just hurt your skin too. Play it safe by remembering to take a minute to cleanse your face to remove yucky debris that could be weakening your skin as well to take off makeup. Hey, listen, especially if you're in a big city and like New York or a very walkable city, Boston perhaps, San Fran, whatever it may be, uh, make sure that you do a good skincare routine because there's lots of those particles out there in pollution that is going to even accelerate your skin's aging process. Uh, this one I don't like so much. Really can't say that I really do. It's they want you to lay off excess sugar. That daily candy habit isn't just damaging your waistline. Yeah, I know. It could be aging my face in your face too. Foods with high glycemic index, think sugary sweets and white carbs, create an increase in cortisol through a process called glycosylation, where sugars bind to collagen and weaken it. Uh, create beautiful skin from the inside out by making sure your diet includes healthy fats like olive oil, I do every day, omega-3s found in walnuts and salmon, antioxidants, which are greens, I eat my greens every day, and vitamin C, berries and citrus fruits. Uh, try fixing up a kale salad and salmon for dinner with a berry mixture for dessert. It's a great recipe for healthy skin. So uh, what you put in your body is what exudes from your body. So if you're eating healthy, the rest of you is going to look healthy. It is just the way it goes. Uh, people uh, are gentle with their skin who have flawless skin. If you're still scrubbing your face raw to get it clean, you might want to stop that habit like right now. Uh, one of the biggest hidden culprits of skin trouble is working too hard on it. Uh, basically, Overexfoliation, harsh scrubbing all lead to increased microscopic inflammation that can cause and actually swell the first surface of the skin, clogging pores and increasing blemishes and redness. Always treat your skin gently and limit exfoliation to once to two to three times a week. Uh, you know, I'm all about the exfoliation. As long as you're using exfoliation that's not ripping off your skin, that is key. Some of those cheap brands. Uh, you know, it's basically like putting like peach pits on your face. Don't do that three times a week. Uh, but if you have a good exfoliator, you should be able to do it at least two to three times a week. But you basically, you just want to uh, exfoliate off all the dead skin cells so that the new skin can show and it looks really nice and uh, pretty. So definitely do that. Um, the one thing that they don't do uh, is... Um, they don't smoke. As if the carcinogenic effects of nicotine on your health weren't terrifying enough, here's one more reason to quit smoking for good. Remember great aunt Flo, who had a chain smoking habit since the 1930s? Chances are her face had fine lines around her mouth and she had grayish looking skin as well as yellow stained teeth and nails. Nicotine destroys skin substructures, leaving it saggy and listless. So don't smoke. You really don't want to smoke at all. The one thing they don't ever do as well is they never pick at their skin. If you haven't popped a pimple since high school, like me, congratulations on your self-restraint. As for the rest of you, it's time to find a safer way to treat blemishes. Picking at blemishes to the point that the epidermis is disrupted and there's a little bit of bleeding means you've just created a permanent scar. Always treat blemishes gently, stemming, steaming them or minimally applying medication to avoid burns in or permanent damage. If the pimple is too stubborn, you can see a dermatologist who may give you a tiny diluted cortisone injection to help the deep inflammation resolve. 
uh, but don't pick at it. It's so bad. They also don't try every fad product. People with healthy, flawless skin know that the right routine matters more than the latest hot product. If it sounds too good to be true or fails the common sense test, it probably won't work. People with flawed skin save their money for products that work. Moisturizers, sun protection, and medications that have been proven to eliminate fine lines and wrinkles like retinols. It's wintertime in the living ain't easy for our hair, skin, and nails, that is. Whipping winds, dry air, chilly temperatures can really do a number on soft skin and hair. Cold air outside and central heat indoors can strip moisture from strands and pores, making hair rough and skin itchy and dry. But indoor cracked hands no more. Items hiding in the back of your kitchen cupboard could be just the answer that you need. And we're going to give you um, some great scrubs at the end of the show. Uh, Body talk, they need to know. Uh, Hair and skin aren't just for looking pretty. They're required for specific bodily functions, too. Humans lost body fur a while ago, thankfully, but we still have hair on our heads to keep the brainy toast and toasty and protected from occasional bumps. Skin isn't the only barrier between environmental environment in our insides. It's a living organ that's responsible for keeping the body cool, protecting it against germs and invaders and many other metabolic processes. It's important to keep these tissues in good condition and working well all year long so they can do their jobs and keep it keep us self safe and totally healthy. Cracked, fakey, flaky, irritated or inflamed skin is normal during the winter. And though it's not exactly fun to have, it's red, scaly, itchy skin lingers or causing serious discomfort. Be sure to visit the doctor. It might be a more serious dermatological condition like dermatitis, eczema, or athlete's foot. Barring more serious issues, there are a few strategies that can give the body a break when the mercury plunges. A 20-minute walk. Boiling hot shower might feel good on a cold day, but stick to warm or lukewarm water for 10 minutes or less. Long exposure to hot water can strip moisture from hair and skin. When heading into the great outdoors, dress for weather with a hat, scarf, and gloves to avoid windburn, prolonged exposure to cold air. At the grocery store, fill up a cart with foods full of hun- healthy, un- mono- mono- unsaturated fats and omega-3 fatty acids such as fish, nuts, olive oil, flax, sardines, and avocados. While at the market, load up on vitamin C-rich products like citrus fruit, dark leafy greens. We talked about that. And it's always a good idea, people, to drink drink as much water as you possibly can. But there is actually no scientific proof that guzzling water can rehydrate scaly skin, but it is good for plumping your skin. one of the things that you uh, might want to also do uh, is uh, to make you feel better is to take a bath. And uh, you can apply, uh, you can go into the bath with a little bit of lavender oil. You can take an oatmeal bath. You can add a little bit of milk to your bath. And if you have dry skin, it will definitely help your dry skin for sure. Um, one thing, oh, the other thing you can put in there is grapeseed oil, and um, there you go. It will definitely help you in the bathtub. I'm not a bath kind of girl, so I don't ever really take a bath, but for those of you who like bathing, try those. They're really good. Uh, the holidays are coming upon us, and there's no reason to look like Rudolph. Uh, when the outdoors is cold, the blood vessels cut off microcirculation to the circulation to the nose. After coming indoors, the blood vessels dilate quickly, causing a rush of blood and bright red color. 
to bring back to bring the nose back to a normal hue, apply a warm but not hot compress to the skin for several minutes after coming indoors. Sometimes a winter cold and the tissues that come with it can make the nose the uh, nose raw and chapped too. When the sniffles hit, use extra soft tissues and blot the nose. Don't rub. Apply a thin layer of moisturizer, ointment, or lotion to the sensitive area throughout the day. Uh, if you have rough, cracked feet, nothing screams dead of winter like a gnarly, calloused feet with cracked heels. It's gross. Save some cash uh, and skip the pedicure by exfoliating and moisturizing at home. Scrub calluses with a pumice stone in the shower once per week and slough off rough, dead skin. Moisturize feet, especially the heels, every day with a thick cream. Lotions containing lactic acid are especially effective. And wear socks to bed. It may look nerdy, but sporting socks while snoozing can help the creams absorb. Warmer feet means sweatier feet, ick, I know. And moisturizers are most effective when applied to warm, damp skin. So on the downside, wearing super toasty wool footwear can raise the overall body temperature, uh, sometimes making it difficult to stay asleep all night long. But see, this is what I do. If I, I, I put the moisturizer on my feet and my feet get really hot, but as long as it's been on there for a few hours, if you wake up and you just can't take it off, take them off. But it's better than not doing it at all and having dry, crusty, crunchy feet, which is just really kind of disgusting. Um, if you have an itchy, dry scalp, uh, nope, it's not adult onset lice. Just kidding. But there is an outbreak of lice going on everywhere across the country, apparently. But a dry, flaky scalp is uncomfortable and just a wee bit embarrassing, too. Step one in preventing gender to take cooler, quicker showers to reduce the scalp's exposure to drying hot water. And you know, people, I preach about not taking hot showers all the time. Think about switching to a dandruff or dry scalp specific shampoo before hopping in the shower massage the scalp with vitamin e olive or coconut oil it's your friend i'm telling you they're great these oils replenish national scalp oils it can moisturize dry hair too tea tree oil is also a popular treatment for fungal and bacterial infections like dandruff or athlete's foot Wash the hair and scalp with tea tree oil daily to cure a dry, itchy head naturally. Sometimes the issues can be caused by product buildup, not winter weather. So if you think this may be the case, rinse hair with uh, apple cider vinegar to clear out the gunk and then wash normally with shampoo. Uh, I think that you might, uh, you'll be better off if you do that. Uh, chapped lips uh, is a problem. Keeping a, uh, keeping them nice and moist is something we're going to talk about when we come back on the other side of the break because I'm going to tell you about how much I do not like chapstick and why you shouldn't use it and what you can use to uh, to get it better. So uh, go ahead. We'll see you on the other side. is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on toginet.com. Bésame, bésame mucho. 
If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. It's Are you particular about your morning coffee? Well, you're not alone. Beethoven was quite a bean counter, as he always demanded exactly 60 coffee beans used in each cup. Guess he really didn't like slumgullion. That means weak coffee. Some people can't seem to get enough coffee. The French writer Voltaire purportedly drank 70 cups of coffee a day. That amount of caffeine would make anyone wadgety and brickety. Coffee beans actually aren't beans at all. They're fruit bits, which makes coffee the most consumed fruit in the United States. Ever heard of cowboy coffee? Apparently, it was made by putting ground coffee into a clean sock, immersing it in cold water, and heating it over a campfire. Then they would drink it out of tin cups. So what's the word for a small tin cup? A pannikin. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. Vita show we are talking about winter skincare we are talking about chap lips um, a lot of people love to have chapstick but I'm here to tell you and I've told you this multiple times do not use chapstick there is addictive properties in it and it is not good for your lips do something all natural if you need some really good moisturization for your lips consider doing a couple times a week a weekly sugar scrub basically it's the easiest thing that you can ever do you take two parts of sugar to one part of oil um, in a dash of honey so um, take some brown sugar, uh, a tablespoon of, say, almond oil or olive oil, whatever kind of oil you want to do, a dash of honey, mix it together, put it on your lips. Uh, you can take a toothbrush and scrub it with a toothbrush. It will exfoliate your lips. The honey will actually moisturize your lips and keep them soft, but um, do not use chapped skin. Um, you know, it's... It's just really bad. Um, lanolin is a natural moisturizer that softens skin and reduces evaporation, uh, keeping the skin hydrated. Um, you know, so you can try uh, to uh, use that. Um, if spending all day with uh, anal products freaks you out, apply some Crisco to your lips. That actually works. Um, it's also 100% vegan and safe if ingested. But for seriously dry lips, again, use honey or Vaseline. 
Uh, these will definitely help your lips. There's nothing worse than chapped lips. And then this goes for you too. You might not be tuning into thinking that this is all about you, but any of these skincare tips are about you as well. You have to take care of your skin, especially if you work outside a lot. Um, in the elements during the winter time, you're going to have really bad chapped hands. You're going to have chapped skin, chapped lips, and there's nothing worse than kissing somebody who has chapped lips. It's gross. So get your sugar scrub on people. Um, if you have brittle nails, nothing, uh, does worse than dry air saps the moisture right out of nails and leaves them delicate and unsusceptible to breaks and tears to treat them. Apply olive oil, or in a lotion containing lanolin to your nails before bed and sleep with gloves on to help aid in absorption. Yeah, so you're going to go to bed with gloves on and socks on. Get over it. Which is more important, have flawless nails and pretty feet or looking like an idiot? I, your choice should be clear. Um, so definitely uh, moisturize those nail beds so that they are not dry uh, and you don't have those horrible nails. Uh, if your hair needs a little TLC during wintertime, shampoo strips moisture from the scalp and hair, so wash strands every other day if you can. If you're like me, I have to wash my hair every day, um, but everybody's hair is different. Um, so consider adding some time between shampoos to take dry winter conditions into account. Don't skip the conditioner. Skipping the uh, who in opting for a quick rinse and conditioning treatment works just fine to keep your hair clean and moisturized. So wet down your hair, skip the shampoo, but put some uh, moisturization in it and you'll be good. And when I see poo, it, I mean like it's the slang word for shampoo in the hair world. Sorry about that. To prevent breakage or other damage, avoid blow drying and brushing hair when wet because these locks are most delicate when waterlogged. Of course, they have some great brushes out now called a wet brush uh, that you can comb through, you can brush through your hair when it's wet. It's the best damn brush I've ever owned in my entire life. Uh, if strands are really parched, comb here with a few drops of olive oil and a wide tooth comb after showering. You can use olive oil and you can use coconut oil, which is also your friend, also olive oil. Um, and uh, if you, um, you know, if you're freaking out about not shampooing your hair again, you can skip a day or you can wet it down. And then, like I said, you can put the conditioner in, or if you're a lucky person, um, you know, you can just use some dry shampoo to touch up in those days between if you have too much oily hair, like I do, um, you know, I just have natural hair, so it gets a little oily if I don't do it every day. Uh, if you have really dry hands, which is really bad, it's bad enough to have freezing hands, but cracked and painful skin on the hands is the icing on the cake. To prevent hands from drying out, apply moisturizer after hand washing and at least several times throughout the day. Keep a bottle of lotion by each sink in your home and in your desk at work. If hands are very dry, use creams instead of lotions because the formula has a higher oil to water ratio. Uh, make sure you wear rubber gloves while washing dishes, and why are you washing dishes anyway? Um, that's what men are for, and the uh, good old uh, dishwasher. Um, but they can get dried out uh, due to excessive contact with uh, hot water. So uh, to really rehab the skin on the hands, use a very thick hand cream right before bed, and then slip on white cotton gloves. Um, it will help if you put them on, it will help to absorb on the skin. Again, we talked about that already. Um, you might look like a 
you know, it might look a little crazy, but hey, if you have staticky hair, this happens a lot up north. Um, the only thing worse than winter hair is flyaways that won't stay in a hat to begin with. A dried out scalp produces fewer oils, which can make hair full of static. Don't skip on conditioner and stimulate natural scalp oils by combating a bit combining combing in a bit of vitamin E oil through your hair before bed to replenish the moisture. If static is a major problem, consider switching up your grooming routine. Brushes with natural bristles help redistribute oils from the scalp to the rest of the hair and also conduct less static than plastic brushes and combs. If you need a quick fix, run a bit of lotion through strands of hair or unscented dryer sheet. Like seriously, if you don't have any oils or whatever and you don't have any of that stuff, go into your laundry area and get you one of those dryer sheets and put it over your hair and it will get rid of static electricity. It's a great tip, I'm telling you. Uh, if you have scaly elbows, which is really not attractive, the skin over high pressure joints like elbows, knees, and heels is thicker to cushion the essential bones underneath. It's great to have some extra padding, but ashy scaly elbows are uncomfortable and unattractive. To keep elbows and other rough spots soft is to exfoliate once or twice per week with moisturizer every day. Combine a scoop of sugar, a few glugs of olive oil, and drizzle of lemon juice to make a quick scrub. Even shorter on time, half a lemon, add a few pinches of sugar or salt and rub the surface over rough skin. After exfoliating, rinse the skin and moisturize it with a thick cream like a body butter, which my lovely producer Karina loves, she just told me. If the dryness situation is really dire, apply a thin layer of petroleum jelly to the area before bed. When elbows are really itchy, soak them in milk or apply cold compresses. Thick red skin with flaky white patches that doesn't go away may be psoriasis. If none of the above treatments work, you need to go see a, de a dermatologist because it may need more specialized care. If fingers and toes are still cold despite woolly socks and gloves, it's time for a different strategy to encourage blood flow all the way to the hands and feet. Keep the core toast toasty and warm with plenty of layers. Avoid tight garments or jewelry at joints, hands, ankles, and wrists. That could prove that could constrict blood flow. Study has shown that rosemary and ginkgo biloba can naturally improve blood circulation too. Uh, if you have irritated dry eyes, wind and air, uh, not good combination for sensitive eyes, sporting sunnies on a sub-zero day might look weird, but the lenses can protect the eyes from glare in the wind. Keep a bottle of non-medicated saline tears or eye drops on hand and use it to refresh eye moisture when needed. Prevent irritation by keeping those well-moisturized hands away from the eye area. If you have windburn, kudos to those who enjoy the great outdoors even when it's frigid outside. That would not be me. Uh, but protect sensitive skin by layering on thick face cream with a high SPF. The only thing worse than windburn is winter sunburn. If red windburn patches don't go away, apply a thin layer of 1% hydrocortisone cream on irritated spots as needed. This medicated cream consists, uh, contains steroids that reduce inflammation and stop itching in its tracks. If you have a dry face... Uh, it's unfortunate but unavoidable that the body's most sensitive skin is always exposed to the elements. Definitely take some time this winter 
to giving your mug a little extra love. And first things first, during the winter, avoid any face products with alcohol and switch to a milder face wash and thicker moisturizer. Need to mix up the routine a bit. Wash your face once a week with Greek yogurt. Sounds weird, but the lactic acid works as a gentle non-abrasive exfoliator for a moisturizing face mask. Take a look in the kitchen before heading down to the beauty aisle. Bananas, avocado, egg yolk, and milk can all make grace moisturizing face treatments. Another good option, whole grains and aromatic vegetables contain selenium, a compound that gives skin the elasticity to make silly faces. Uh, so don't have dry face. There's many options that you can use. Trust me. Uh, and real quickly before we run out of time, I want to talk about makeup because we've talked about skin, we've talked about hair. Um, apply your makeup on dry skin is a no-no. It's not going to happen. Uh, the one thing that you want to really hone in it, it's all in the preparation. Before your routine, use a creamy exfoliator um, to get all of the dead skin off. Use a fast-absorbing serum. Um, instead of a moisturizer like if you if you like serums use a serum uh you can use a serum in in conjunction with a moisturizer um that will really help prep your skin um always use a primer um, the creamy texture will keep the skin moisturized and act as a buffer smoothing out pores and imperfections and also um, adding that layer of protection uh dry skin is begging for nourishment um which is why liquid or light creamy texture makeup is the only way to go. Anything heavy or cakey will almost instantly cause irritation and botch your beautiful makeup job. So opt for light white foundations and apply it with a synthetic foundation brush since it's gentle enough to keep your skin from flaking. Then use a damp beauty blender to press makeup into your skin for a natural dewy look. The same goes for blush. Use a creamy compact or liquid stain instead of powder for added hydration that won't crack. Um, don't apply, uh, with your fingers, uh, make sure you use a, a, a brush or a, a, a plier, uh, stay away from powders, skip waterproof, uh, formulas because they suck the moisture out. Um, so if you take those steps, your skin is going to look much better when you put your makeup on. Uh, we're going to do a little bit more of this, uh, tutorial about skin and hair. We'll probably talk about it a little bit more next couple weeks. Um, I hope that you enjoyed the show. I want to thank my girl, Karina, my producer. It was her birthday last Friday, so happy birthday to her, belated. And uh, we'll see you next week for another great La Bella Vida show. We'll see you on the other side. Arrivederci. Ciao. Thank you for being a part of Live.